the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Top of the hour. We've got another 60 minutes of fun and frivolity. You're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Larry Harker's Auto Repair is one of the shops in my best car repair shops list that you can find on MarkSalem.com. MarkSalem.com. They've been around since 1967. And when you've got Bob and you've got, um, I always, I mess this up every time. He's got a young buck there that works for him that uh, is, he he clearly knows 10 times more than I do. He is just one of those young guys nice. that, that, that has nice. the skill levels. But anyway, 38th Avenue and Indian School, <clears throat> great company, been around a long time. Ellen, the wife, handles the front counter and the work orders. Bob runs the shop. I think his name is Jeremy. It starts with a J. I'm not going to kind of mess it up. But this kid has fixed cars that other people have surrendered on. So anyway, if you've got a problem, like when you open the door, the glove box barks at you, take it over to Larry Harker's Auto. He can probably fix it. Okay. I said I got a good transmission guy. Yeah. Okay. They have my cell phone. So, <laughs> so we have a we have a 06 F356 liter. And uh, he, he sends me a text, and what does it say? Uh. Yeah, says Warren MLPS, Warren Manual Valve, shift cylinder ID. Okay, so yeah. describe that. MLPS is the manual lever position sensor. That's that's what well, tells where guessed. the trans is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Warren Manual Valve, that directs fluid depending on what gear you're in to certain parts of the valve body, and then shift shift cylinder ID is the one I was thinking about that that modifies the pressure accordingly. Okay. So, yeah. So he's given us three choices. He's given us three choices. I'm saying at 100,000, we just do them all. <laughs> well, there's and that too. You could do them one at a time. I'm not quite sure that's a great idea, but you can do them one at a time. There's also a temperature sensor in that valve body that fails, but he wasn't complaining about that particular concern. So, yeah, you know, yeah, right. there'd, there'd be another thing to replace too, just for the heck of it. If you're going to go in there. Cheap sensor. Yeah, you yeah. might as well do everything because otherwise it's going to cost you a pan gasket and three, four, five quarts of oil every time we go in there. Yeah. So you just kind of do it. So anyway, that's, uh, it's, it's great to have those tranny guys back in the up. You know what I mean? Because are you really good with gas, fuel injection, eight-speed transmissions? and I'm, I'm six call speed? somebody. Yeah. And, and I, same way with us. Exactly. We can't be good in everything. No. We just can't. There's, there's so much. So you surround yourself with paint and body guys. You surround yourself with insurance kind of adjuster kind of guys. To, is this worth fixing? And if so, what's the proper? And right. then you got tranny guys for us, yep. paint and body guys for us. Yep. Um, 
we're pretty good with tires. We're pretty good. With, I'm real good with oils and stuff like that. But there are things we need to lean on other people. Yep, and Alger is one of them. He's too far away from us because he's up at I-17. And uh, he's close to you. He's close to me. He's yeah. right around the corner from you. Yeah, he? I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me tell you about Alger. Alger was a skinny kid, and he worked for me from probably 75 to 79. And he came in, and he had a big Adam's apple, and he was about the size of a popsicle stick. And uh, he says, you know, I'd like to apply for a job. And I just kind of liked him. And he morphed into this guy that was just unbelievable. Yeah. So one day he says, he has a Nova. And one day he says to me, um, and we worked Monday through Saturday. He says, can I uh, work on my car on Sunday? I said, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going to take out the manual or the automatic and put a manual in. I said, okay, let's go over the need of parts. <laughs> Cross member, check. Tranny, check. Drive shaft, check. Um, who's going to cut the hole in the in the, the tunnel? I am. I got a template. Ooh, okay. Clutch pedal, clutch pedal, pedal assembly. Got all that. Oh, I'm going to tell you something, Alger. If I come, I only have two bays at this gas station. If I come to work Monday morning and your car's in pieces and it's on one of those racks, I'm going to push it out into the street. He says, okay, okay. This is a true story. Yeah. Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, he's laying rubber in front of my house. <laughs> I swear to God, that's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth. And I'm outside going, it's 1 o'clock. When did you start? He said, last night. <laughs> yeah. He says, I got it. So I'm looking at it. He's got the boot. It's perfect. The hole is just perfect because I can peel back the boot. Sure. I drive it. The clutch is perfectly adjusted, about an inch on the top and an inch on the bottom. I mean to tell you, now he owns a transmission shop. Nice. And he has been my go-to guy for 100 years. Right. So Alger yeah. Stowers. Now, here's the key. It's ANS Transmissions. You know what it stands for? No. Alger Stowers or Alger and Shelley. That's his wife's name. Uh-huh. Or automatics and standards. Oh, there you go. But he won't tell anybody, which it means yeah. <laughs> he won't t- say yeah. what does ANS stand for. So I, when he's around his wife, it's Al- it's Alger and Shelley. <laughs> but but if it's you need to talk manuals, then it's manuals. It's uh, automatic and, and standards. Sure. So he's it, it, the problem with Alger is <clears throat> he's so busy. It takes a while to get in there. Right. But he the old he dominates in the old transmissions. The old Buicks and the old GMs and the old Fords, he just knows those backwards, but he knows the new autumn. And he says, the old ones we shift with fuel pressure and throttle. We had a TV cable. TV throttle. cable, yep. And the yep. new ones we shift with solenoids. We open this one and close those two. We open these three and we close this one, and we have all these solenoids giving us five, six speeds. Right. And he says, and we're looking at your throttle, but we're looking at your throttle. We're looking at the speed. We're looking at the RPM of the engine. We're looking at the grade. We're looking at all this stuff, and then we make a decision. I said, well, we had one the other day that had no fourth gear, one, two, three, five. Oh, and he goes, well, that's the scoopulator valve in uh, uh, wire three of of connection nine. Yeah. I said, you better come down here. <laughs> you know? Right. Send me a picture of that. Exactly. All righty, yeah. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's another guy up near you. He doesn't compete with you, but it's Kurtz Auto at I-17 and Bell. He has been my hero a lot. He covers that north area really well. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Yeah. And um, you know what else he does? He does weed eaters and lawnmowers. Does he really? So if you can't get your lawnmower, your weed eater started, you just drop it by a Kurtz. 
Interesting. He loves when I say that. (laughs) (laughs) He said one day, I came to work, there's two lawnmowers here. He said the only thing they didn't do is use the knife drop. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, I sent him a a lady. A lady had called me out of the blue. I had never done business with her before. And she says, I got three estimates for an engine. And I said, okay, well, let's talk about it. Why do you need an engine? I have an oil light on. Okay, when you start it, does it clatter? No, it's normal. Well, does it ever clatter? What does clatter mean? Well, like somebody doing a drum roll. Does it ever make noise? Does the engine noise ever change? Back and forth, back and forth. And I said, okay, I don't see anything for a motor except a red light. And the oil pressure switch could be grounded which turns on the light. I don't know the answer to that. But somebody needs to take the oil pressure switch out, put a gauge in, go drive it, see if... So she says, okay, well, where where do you... And I said, no, 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 you, I already know you're up on I-17. Go see Kurtz. I said, so I think it was, it was $27.50, you know? Yeah. And she had three estimates right. for engines. Yeah. And it's that's from that point on, he was like my hero up there on the I-17 corridor. Because yeah. everybody I sent there, because we can't handle the world. So uh, that's why I have the Betts Car Repair Shop, which you're on. It's just we have to, it's better for me to send you someplace close. Right. Somebody I already know. I have their cell phone number. They have mine. I have pictures of them um, when they were drunk sometime. We went hunting, stuff like that. Of course, you know I'm kidding. Yeah. But um, good good chops. But he's he's done a, a really good job when it comes to that. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Tell you somebody else that we were talking trannies. Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. There you go. He knew Barney Rubble and Fred Flintstone. He did. Remember when they had cars with stone wheels? That's saying something. He was there. Yeah. He was. He's been around. What's the earliest transmission you can name? C6, C4. Oh, what about the power glide and the torque flight? <laughs> I didn't have to deal with those. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you go way back to the late 50s, early 60s. I don't even know what the transmissions were called back then. Right. But those were, he knows those. He knows those all the way up to the new ones now. Wow. So he's been around. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you a story about him. He had a guy that had a noise when he was pulling his trailer. So they had tried to find the noise and couldn't. So Phil said, you know, why don't you hook up your trailer and come over here? This is the story from Phil. And he didn't even smile when he said it, so I knew he wasn't pulling on my leg. He said, so the guy pulls up. He's got a boat. It's a van, by the way. So he takes off, and he he gets on the 143. He heads south, and he ends up on the 60, and they're eastbound. And then from there, they jump country club up all the way to university, and they're heading east. And it hasn't made the noise yet. They get to Lake Pleasant. What? Yeah. Phil says, I feel like I've been kidnapped. Yeah. He says, I thought we were going to go around the block. I yeah. thought we were going to go, you know, McDowell to Jefferson. I thought we'd, he says, we're at Lake Pleasant. Wow. He says, I'm checking to see if my phone works in case this guy wants to kidnap me or hostage or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. He says, I said to him, you got to take me home. I never, this, this is way outside. And he says, and it hasn't happened. And you said you could make it happen. He said the ride home was kind of quiet. But he says, from that point on, I learned a really important lesson. Where are we going? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and can you make it happen today? Right. So, yeah. But Phil's really good. 40th Street in Washington. 
uh, <clears throat> um, been around a long time, and you uh, you can't hardly go wrong with uh, automatic transmission exchange. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. That's an important consideration. They have to be able to let you hear the noise or to explain how you make it happen. Right. That That's kind of an important thing. Otherwise, what can we do? More information, the better. And, yeah. and frankly, it falls on us to ask the right questions, too, so we get the information we need. So That's a great point. Always. Yeah. yeah. It's our job to to reach down in your throat and yank out the right answers by asking the right questions. Yep, yep. And so that, <clears throat> but then there has to be, we have to have this conversation. <clears throat> Nate, there's three answers to the questions I'm going to ask you. Yes, no, and I don't know. <laughs> okay. right. Don't guess on me. <laughs> yeah. If I get to that, I don't know, say, I don't know. Hot, cold. Fast, slow, what gear, AC on, off, brake application for a clunk, Sure. cold, hot, all that stuff, yep. morning, night, all that stuff. Yep. If I were to say to you, Nate, how much money could someone spend or how much would they save in the diagnostic process if they can just give you something enough to when you walk away from the front counter, you kind of know what it is? Thousands. Absolutely. Yeah, hundreds to thousands yes, easily. Absolutely. Yep. And and the hard part is is when you get the driver that it's dad who's bringing mom's car in or mom that's bringing dad cars in. It's that kind of a transition yep. where the where we always lose that that information line. Yep, absolutely. All righty, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. There's five of them. If you'd like to call and talk to Nate and Mark, you can. Nate's a diesel expert. Mark really knows a whole lot about nothing. So that's 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 
It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust at Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. (laughs) I'm going to return the kayak. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. So, it's 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel. I'm Mark Salem. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars, having fun, and getting into a little bit of trouble. How's that? I, absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> we have a, the next caller, okay? Yeah. I want you to guess where he's calling from. Um, here's your choices. Phoenix, Arizona, the United States, or uh, Mexico or Canada. I'm going to say Canada. Okay. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Okay. Is, uh, is it Bert Lauren? It's Lauren? Hey. Hey, Lauren. How are you doing, Mark? Good. Lauren from Texas, British Columbia. How's that? Yeah. But he's, you, probably see, don't know, you probably don't know where that is. No, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You missed it because British Columbia is not in Canada. Columbia is in South America. Oh, you got the wrong Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing you. Hey, Thank you for calling. How can we help you? I have a 2019 Ford uh, Edge ST. Six okay. months, first six months of owning it, the transmission, I had it to the dealer here in Canada a couple of times from British Columbia, hammered shifts so hard that I thought the bottom of the transmission had gone on the bottom of the car. Okay. Took it to the dealer. They uh, put it on the computers. Everything was fine. No uh, technical service bulletins, anything. So we happen to have a house in Gilbert, Arizona as well. We can't come down, obviously, this year. But yeah. we took it into San Ford last year. They were absolutely excellent. Excellent. I had to take it in twice. But the second time, after they diagnosed and buggered around with it, they end up replacing the transmission. It's an eight-speed automatic. It's been absolutely perfect ever since, until a month ago. Ironically, it's happened twice now. It only happens when there's snow on the ground. It's an all-wheel drive. I took it 50 feet from my driveway to my neighbor's to unload some stuff we had shopped for the day before in about three inches of snow, backed it into his yard, put it in, parked, unloaded it, turned the engine off, started it, put it in drive to drive it back 50 feet to my driveway. car wouldn't move. It was almost like it was frozen to the ground, but just really weird. Pushed on the throttle, 
gently, didn't want to hammer it. Finally, it went ahead. Pulled it 50 feet to my driveway, put it in reverse. It wouldn't go in reverse. I ended up parking out in front of the street, going to phone a tow truck, phone the Ford dealer here. Uh, they were going to call me back. 15 minutes later, I went out, started it, put it in drive. Perfect. No issue with it at all. It's never done it again until last week. We had another little bit of a snowfall. Exactly the same thing, only this time it wouldn't go in reverse. Put in reverse, the light flashed on the little dial, and the engine revved up and down, up and down, put in drive, would go forward, wouldn't go backward. Drove it okay. about a block around our area. It was perfect. It's booked into the Ford dealership for Monday, and I okay. doubt they're going to find it because the dealers here just don't seem to have the technology and stuff that your folks down it, south there have. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> Nate, Nate, li- listen, l- let's talk this over. First of all, they replaced the transmission. If they had a pattern failure, it could possibly be that it's still the transmission. Absolutely. And it was nice of them to change the transmission because that's not something the dealers will typically do. Correct. And they don't and and their excuse is they don't have permission from the gods. But fact that the matter is, is that somebody changed that transmission. That certainly would have been on a 2019. That's something that a lot of people would have done. So now we have the same problem again. So I well, no, this problem, this problem, this problem is different. They changed the transmission originally because when it shifted, it was hammering shifts real hard. Like okay, when but you, you still have drive. a transmission shifting problem. You still have a transmission well, shifting problem. Well, this time it won't go into gear. And I know, I'm but you can... Com- you know, wait a minute, Lauren. Lauren, you can complicate this as much as you can. All, all you're doing is, is you, you're, right now the, it's like a spider, like five fingers out, but there's five fingers north and five fingers south, so now you've put ten things on the table. So where are we going to start? You know, if if you give a description that has different issues, different reactions, and different stuff like that, I mean, it's it's confusing. So you you have to kind of figure out what the short version is. And I thought that you were talking about sometimes it has no reverse, sometimes it does have reverse, sometimes it acts fine, sometimes it jerks into to gear. Those are the kind of high points of all of it. But my point is this. They did fix it for some period of time, which would lead me to believe that we've got a connection problem somewhere. We've got a harness problem somewhere. We're losing the signal. Nate, you and I both know the computer's not going to pick that up. It's not going to be something that's going to set a check engine light. The command is gone, or the ground is gone, or the power supply to a solenoid is gone. Yeah. He did say it was after it snowed twice that it would act up like this. That's cold. In itself, cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we can't. It, that's the hard part. You can answer why it does it cold and not hot after you fix it. Right. But right now, no one knows what it is. Do we have a power and ground issue? Is there rust somewhere where a ground is that could be causing it not to see the trans correctly? Is there a speed sensor issue, uh, engine and or vehicle speed? If we uh, had it, you you just named one thing. I'm going to give that to you. Run it. Run two or three grounds. Yeah. Go from the battery to the transmission. Go from the battery to the cross member. Go, just go everywhere you need to go with the ground. Yeah. Or maybe use some jumper cables and just start hooking them up and letting them drive it. See what happens. And as silly as it sounds, is the battery in good shape? Yeah, absolutely. You got that. These vehicles are so reliant on, on a good, clean 12-volt signal anymore, you know. What about, what about um, shift selector? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. So if it thinks it's in park, it ain't going into gear. Right. It, no matter how you play with the shifter, it ain't going into gear. Yeah. And so we've got all these dynamics going on. When he said edge, I was, the first thing I was going to say is my wife has an edge. <clears throat> she hit her head just before she bought it. She hasn't been the same since then. It might be the only Ford in my entire family for like 200 years. <laughs> But she loves the car, and she won't trade it as much as I say, you know, the new Tahoe looks really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she has made it very clear that I am not going to pick her next vehicle. Nice. And she has 120,000 miles on this edge, and frankly, we've not done anything to it. Yeah. But it's a 2019. I think um, the dealer, would it, would it be right that the dealer's already gone to all the hotlines? You would think so. You'd yeah. hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So they've already punched in the VIN, found out what transmission it has, and starts punching in that transmission with different problems and stuff like right. that. This is one that we would be afraid of. We, my shop, we'd be afraid of this because nobody's been able to come close. No one's changed many of the symptoms. Right. And so this is this is something that might very well be you have to wait till it gets really worse and easier to find. And that's going to be when it won't go into any gear, no matter what you do. Right. But couldn't you drive this home and back with a scanner in it and watch the throttle control, watch the TPS, watch the shift selector, sure. watch transmission pressure? Sure. But it has to happen when you're doing that. When we're doing it, yeah. So, so many times I'll unplug my diagnostic tool and just drive the truck. Because it's almost like the truck knows the doctor's here and I'm not going to act up. So I, I will ignore it data and, and just drive the truck and so many times it acts up or I, I get the feeling of what's happening and then I can further diagnose it from there. It, by going to the scanner. By going to the but scanner. But the scanner talks the in numbers. Right. It's not something that the normal person's going to be able to pick up on. Right. So if you got five volts to the shift selector, then it's either five or zero. Or it might be three for reverse and it might be four for drive. Right. But you have to understand all those numbers in order to determine whether something's wrong. Yeah. So, Lauren, the best I can offer you is is you have no choice but to continue. And you might pick a different dealer. And may I suggest that Sanderson, on the way northwest corner of the valley, is the one that has bailed Mark Salem out numerous times. We had a diesel and they fixed it when we couldn't. And nobody else knew how to fix it. But they did it. So it's, this isn't a diesel, I understand, but Sanderson's got... I think he's still in Canada, so yeah, maybe if it's if he has the ability, another dealer in Canada. Yeah. All righty, we'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. ADOT presents Terrifying Jobs. Snake handler, take one. This is a really terrifying job. Today we're talking with James Hall, a snake wrangler at the Phoenix Zoo. They handle really creepy, venomous creatures. 
given the hazards, why do you do it? I've been fascinated by reptiles since I was a child. Tell me about your little friend there. So this is Bear Hug. He's a Burmese python. We have him here at the Phoenix Zoo. He kind of makes my skin crawl. Is there anything that rattles you? Yeah, distracted drivers terrify me. This message is brought to you by ADOT, the ABA, and this station. Listening to 960 The Patriot Online doesn't mean you have to sit at your desk. If you're on the run, doing housework, or on your drive home, 960 The Patriot is at your fingertips wherever you are or whatever you're doing with the Patriot app. The Patriot stream is now sponsored by Guns Etc., an A-plus company working together to bring you an A-plus listening experience. Download the app today at your app store. It's the best way to listen to your favorite shows no matter where you are. Brought to you by Guns Etc., they knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for, it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. I don't know if I was on the air or not. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, we're going to go catch some catch up just real quick. Nick, Bernard, and Tony, stay right there. But, Nick, you're first. Okay, thanks, Mark. Uh, I have a uh, octane choice question, but I have to tell you what I did first, uh, I think. And uh, I had an exhaust system put on my truck, really nice. Uh, goes out both sides of my 2014 GMC pickup. It's got okay. a 5.3 motor. And uh, I took it down and had it uh, tuned up and diagnosed. And, uh, you know, one of my questions was with the guy uh, there at the speed shop was um, uh, what kind of gasoline do you think I'd use? And he says, well, if you get the 91 <clears throat> octane, it goes farther. It's got more power. And I kind of tuned it up to give you a little more torque and horsepower. And if you use the 87, it's cheaper, but yeah, I don't believe you go far as far, and it might be better to use the 91. 
So uh, I hope I'm helping a lot of people because there's a lot of choices in gasoline out there. Okay. Uh, what, but what do you think, Mark? Well, I, I know um, in, in, in an exaggerated way, uh, regu- on a 1 to 10 scale, in a, on a 1 to 10 scale, the flashpoint and the drive and the explosion of regular is a 4. And on the high octane, it's a 5. So the explosion. With regular, it's pop. With super unleaded, it's pop. You see what I'm saying? We're talking milliseconds of time. Here's how it goes. Regular, one molecule ignites 10. 10 night, do 100. 100, do 1,000. Okay? That's, that, actually, that's not regular. That's super, where we have one molecule igniting a little bit more, so the flash and the burn is longer. With regular, one ignites a million <laughs> in an exaggerated way. I can tell you that this thing has come up in my life so many times, and here's what I say to people. Just do a blind test. Have your wife fill it up and not tell you what it is. Or put a half a tank in, whatever. Try Chevron. Try Mobile. Try... But as far as Mark Salem is concerned, I use the cheapest gas I can find. I don't care if it's, even though I have a Chevron hat on right now, I I sell Chevron oil. But I I don't care what kind of gas it is. What about you, Nate? I I go to Circle K or Mobile usually, but, yeah, I I overall don't have an issue. Yeah. I I think sometimes, first of all, you said, I, I feel better. It's got a little bit more power. Well, that's he hot-rodded the thing up. He added some right. timing to it. He added a little bit of fuel to it. There's lots of things that we can do to jack up the, the timing. But that doesn't say that you have to uh, put super in it. And for that matter, there's additives out there that can enhance your gasoline. So you put normal in it, but it enhances it to X, yeah. which may be like super. But, yeah. It's you, an octane enhancer. You pay for the additive. You pay for the super and let it the way it is, which 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 is... More. Yeah. So. I, I, I've, I've really owned, uh, right now, um, I, I just sold a Jaguar. I had a blower on it. My wife couldn't tell the difference between the cheapest gas I could find and the Super. Um, I have a Camaro with a blower, and Alan says he can, but when we do the blind taste taste test, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and this is a this is a six-liter um, SS that has a, 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 a supercharger on it. Wow. And it's romping and stomping now and. And to true the closure, we have a twin turbo Corvette. It's an 06 Z06, and baby, you can feel the difference well, sure between regular yeah. and super. Yeah. So to answer your question in a real blunt way, Nick, I don't think you can tell the difference if you let your wife fill up a couple of different times. I don't think you can, and I can tell you this much: the chances of you blowing up that motor because you use the wrong fuel is about the same as you hitting the lottery two times in a row. It's just not going to happen. All righty? Yeah. And 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 I'm telling you, we don't tell anybody after we hot rod their cars and their diesels, we don't tell anybody that they've got to do something. If you hot rod them, you hot rod them. But obviously, if there's a difference in power and performance, I'll bet you if you let your wife put fuel in it, you'll not be able to tell the difference two out of three times. What about the gas mileage? Nothing. Nothing. Everything on your gas mileage has to do with that foot with five toes. My oh, wife yeah. can get two miles to. The, my wife can get two miles a gallon better on my diesel than I can. Same here. Same here. Yeah. yeah. You, you mind if I ask you about the uh, the additives that some gas stations put in if it's adding to the the fuel economy or if it's just cleaning the injectors and not really 
it's better to use cheaper gas. I can answer that real simple for you, but I got to take a break. I buy the cheapest gas I can. I have a fleet of perhaps company vehicles, plus my kids and my grandkids and all that kind of stuff. We have a, ple- a fleet of 30. Got a lot of grandkids. <laughs> and and I've got a lot of family. And I tell them the same thing. I, I shop. I, I have a gas app on my phone. And when we left Payson, diesel was 295 and in town it's 20 cents cheaper. When I, I came into town, then I went to that Circle K, and it was back up 20 cents. Right. It was just that fast. Right. So to answer your question, I put the cheapest gas in the Camaro. I put cheap gas in the Jaguar, but I cannot do the twin turbo, which is 150 mile an hour car. Right. So I, and, and if I blow that motor up, it's going to cost me some bucks. That's some money. So yeah. anyway, that's the best I can do, Nick. Bernard and Tony, I'm so sorry, but I'll be back, and I'm going to get Bernard first and Tony second, and we're going to be quick. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. A congressman calls for the United States to boycott the Beijing Olympics. How do we bestow the honor of hosting the Olympics on such a brutal authoritarian dictatorship? Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Take The Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! 
You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. All right. Uh, let me see where we're at. 43 minutes after the hour, and just like I promised, I got to do what I promised. Bernard, you're first. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, I'll make this quick. I have a, uh, a Jeep, a 99 Jeep Grand Cherokee uh, 4.06 cylinder, and I'm having an intermittent uh, RPM problem. Started like Monday. Uh, I think I finally got it to stay screwed up yesterday. I took it for a couple hours drive, and it took about an hour to get messed up. But if I put it in, if I put it in park, and uh, it's normally 700 RPMs in idle. Uh, I put it in park, and she's up there wants to idle at fourteen. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yep. I, you keep, uh, I, you've got me confused already. Are are is this problem related to the different readings on the tack, or is your tack going away and you don't and it shows no RPM? So kind of clarify no, that I'm, for me. I'm I'm just watching the tachometer, and uh, right now she's sitting on fourteen. If I turn the air conditioner on, she'll bounce up to 18 for a couple seconds then come back down to 14 and then bounce up to 18 but as long as I leave the air conditioner off she'll stay at 14 okay is the compressor cycling by chance do you have the fan switch on low mm-hmm okay well here's the deal in order to control the idle on a fuel injecting car we open and close in an air orifice so we're adding more air to raise the idle I'm not real concerned about your your 700 to 1400 but what i think might be happening is is in this kind of climate as soon as you turn on your air it's going to get cold fast and then the compressor is going to be shut off well as we turn the compressor on and off on and off then all of a sudden we got this wild variation of idle and so the computer's having a tough time keeping up with all of that now try this run the fan speed on high high as fast as you can and tell me if the problem's still there. Because if, and I know you're going to get cold, you can roll down the windows or whatever, but if that's how I would test it, I'd go drive it, run the fan speed on high, and it, and it goes away. And then I go down to low, like Bernard tells me, and all of a sudden I've got a cycling compressor. I get out, I open up the hood, and I can see the compressor go on and off, and the idle goes with it, on and off. We're done. The free air conditioning system is cycling, and in this time of the year, that's normal. So just try it on fan speed high and see if that makes a difference. And if the answer is it doesn't do it when I run the fan speed. Oh, and not recirculatory. This is not recirculatory. I don't want to recirculate it. And you can roll the windows down too. The question is, is if the fan speed's on high, does it change it? And if so, I'm right. And the, ask, the answer is, is turn the fan speed up. Um, if you want more air, turn the fan speed up. But this time of the year, I, I don't know why you're running your air at all. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm a hot-blooded guy, and I don't, I'm not running my hair, right? But anyway, that's, I am quite sure I'm on the right track. I'm quite sure. What part of town do you live in? Bernard? I'm in Surprise. Okay. Um, let me see. Who have I got in Surprise up there? You might call S&S Tire and ask them if they want to look at it because they've got some pretty good dykes, nosticians. They do more than tire. But ask them if there's somebody else in the general area. You might try Auto Dynamics, um, and they're in Sun City as well. Uh, Auto Dynamics, are, and that would be a good place to start both places. 
but try it my way first. Let's do a little bit of experiment, uh, experiment first, okay? I will. I will. Thank you very much. You betcha. Tony, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I have. Uh, I just want to pick your brain on how concerned I should be about a noisy torque converter on a 99 F350 with the 7.3. Nate's got, hold on, Nate. Calm down a bit. Get, he's got both hands in the air. He's standing up doing jumping jacks. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 99s had a uh, flaw internally on the torque converter that they made noise. Yes. Um, yes. And if you still have one of those, wow. <laughs> if it's still on the road, if, wow. Well, and for what it's worth, I've, I've seen manufacturers reman those converters and it still has the noise. So guys who aren't paying attention or giving you the best quality converter, you know, you still get that noise. But anyway, overall, you shouldn't, at this point of the game, be concerned at all because you've made it this far. We were replacing those under warranty at the dealer when they first came out because they were noisy. Uh, what do it, you put in? What brand do you put in on your trucks? Uh, Ford, again, okay. or, or aftermarket. You but know. that's a long time after. Yeah. So we have a after. different part number on that converter and stuff like that. Yeah. So what happens if he continues to drive it? What happens if he pulls it out of overdrive? I've never seen one come apart. They're just noisy at idle. It's when the torque converter locks, they quiet up. So you'll hear that noise up until the torque converter engages, and then it's quiet. Okay. It's quiet. So Well, that's good to hear because it's been that way since I purchased the truck about 15 years ago. There you go. And I yeah. pull her hard, and I service it often, but uh, it's been there for 100,000 miles. So so that tells me that noise was a was an inconvenience as far as the ear goes, but yet Ford didn't have any reliability with that. So, yeah, you, you've, you've, you've got the record here, I think. But if he's had the transmission service, are we going to shed any metal no. that would have been in the pan? Not that I've would seen. Would the filter have got it before it hit the pan? Sure. Okay, sure. fair enough, fair enough. But I, I don't think it's going to shed any metal because, again, it's, it's a defect that Ford knew about but yet never destroyed a trans that I saw. So. And that might answer the no, question. Is it, go ahead. I'm sorry, Tony. Yeah, no, it hasn't shed any metal. Uh, I dropped the pan on my first service, and it looked relatively clean for what it was. And then since then, I've I put a bung and a plug in the pan, and I just drain the torque converter in the pan. And I don't mess with the filter anymore. Okay. B- biggest and I do thing use on- Amsoil synthetic. Okay. B- biggest thing on that trans is keep the temperatures down and happy and pull with it. Yeah, you're doing great. So you know another thing too that Ford has an option that comes with uh, with that transmission. The radio has slightly heavier volume, louder volume, <laughs> hold on, than the other yeah. cars and trucks. <laughs> no, it does not. I know, but I got Tony to laugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tony, yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to synopsize what Nate, Nate said. He wouldn't worry about it. Have I covered that for you? Yeah. Okay, just don't worry about it. Turn up your radio louder. You've got a couple decibels extra. And if, yeah, Good to if, hear. Thanks, guys. Okay. You bet. Thank you, Tony. You know what? We hit a home run on that one. That was, if yeah. I, I don't, I couldn't have answered that without you there. All righty. Well, I have one other. Uh, I actually have two. Auto Dynamics we talked about, and they're Sun City's largest and most trusted shop. They've been around since 1982, and I've known Chuck, the owner, since 1968. So I've known this family for a very long time. North side of Grand, west of 99th Avenue, a great shop to go to. Here's another one i got to tell you about, Action Auto. Do you know where that is? Action Auto, yeah. It's I-17 and Deer Valley. Yeah. Tom 
was my salesman to remember the old engine analyzers, the scopes, yeah. and people would come in and say, "Put it on the scope." I as wish if I the had sc- one. Yeah, I wish I had one that worked. Yeah. But he sold those, and I bought two from him, and nice. they did pretty good. Yeah, but they you had to go through the process, and that took. 20 minutes right so but anyway tom is where that's where i met him but action auto he's a full service family owned auto repair shop deer valley and i-17 since 1983 and i've i knew him before then so it's a good shop so if you're in that area of i-17 and deer valley and you need a car repair shop that does gasoline then action auto repair would be a good shop for you we're going to take a break and do i have to take a break now Oh, that's right. Thank you, Gil. I've lost track. Okay, Jim. How can I help you, Jim? Yes, good morning, Mark. Um, Got another Super Duty um, issue going on at the moment. Um, The vehicle is a 2016 uh, F-250 with a 6.2 liter gas engine. Uh, My wife and I bought it used uh, just a few months ago. Uh, We finally got it out of town towing our trailer and experienced um, going uphill at one point it did downshift into second gear uh, the rpms were uh, getting up around 4500 uh, 5000 and all of a sudden we were starting to hear this kind of a pulsating noise kind of a rattle kind of a, a tapping not a real rhythmic uh, tapping Uh, And it was coming from more on the passenger side, my wife's side. Um, And then as soon as it would upshift, RPMs would go down, then it would totally be gone. So we got back from our trip, um, took the trailer off, and then I manually uh, ran it through some of the the frontage road and whatever nearby to where I could get it up to 4,500, and I would keep hearing the same sound. I folded down the glove box so I could see, like, the, the heater core and the AC core inside. And it was a little bit louder, and listening to it over and over again, it, it, it almost had the sound like boiling water, but yet it was um, kind okay. of a pulsating okay. sound. Okay, so, we've got a time well, constraint here. we yeah, got a time constraint. So Jim, hold on. This is a noise that you can make happen. So really and truly, the easy part of this is take somebody for a drive. Yeah. Right? That's the only option we got. If you can make it do on command, and it's a high RPM thing, then it doesn't make any difference that you open the glove box or whatever. That doesn't make any difference to us. We're good enough to know if it's transmission-related, if it's engine-related, if it's pinging, if it's knocking, or whatever. The second part of that equation has to do with the trailer weight and the gross combined weight which is the truck loaded and the trailer loaded but i listened carefully and he said after he dropped the trailer he still had the noise still had the noise so i don't know what part of town you're in but just show somebody what you're talking about because we're not going to be able to diagnose a noise clearly i'd I'd be willing to listen to it if he wants to bring it over okay tell him where you're at we're 23rd avenue parkside just off i-17 south of pinnacle peak south of pinnacle and it's it's just a matter of driving it yeah make sure you can know how to make it happen you're going to drive first we're going to sit in the passenger seat we're going to watch you then we want to drive yep and then we go from there so that's thank you thank you for that okay dean you're up next yeah, I've got a quick question on a 2015 Avalon, Toyota Avalon um, hybrid. 
Okay. And uh, uh, it had been uh, oil changed when we bought it. I've changed it once at, at 10,000 miles. And uh, it's due again at 10,000. And just, I don't know why, I, I Googled it as to the uh, interval because the first uh, uh, changer didn't, wasn't real sure of it. And uh, according to the Google search, it said every 30,000. So I'm confused and I'm hoping you can help me out. Well, the hybrid goes back and forth between electrical and gas. It's a very difficult decision because we don't know how often you're climbing a hill and you're into the gas side versus how often you're using the electric side of your hybrid. If I were you, how many miles a year are you driving? Oh, very low at, you know, with the COVID and everything. But I, I suppose we probably average about 7,000 a year. Okay. I'd probably use a semi-synthetic and I'd change it in April. You're going to go through the summer with fresh oil. You do it once a year. You do it in April based on your miles. I was going to put you in synthetic, but the synthetic oil is good for 20,000 miles or so, so you're going to be taking a really good oil and dumping it early. A semi-synthetic's more in your 7,000-mile useful range. So a semi-synthetic once a year in April, I think you'll be just fine as long as the parameters stay the same. You're in Arizona. You're driving... 7,000 miles a year, and you're using the hybrid normally. I think that would what the advice I'd give you. Easy advice is when in doubt, over-maintain. And, and that's true. Yeah. And we're doing that yeah. because we're, we're speeding you up. But I don't want you to go through four seasons with the same oil. Exactly. And I, I yeah. think we've kind of, with a semi-synthetic, the difference is conventional is cheap. Uh, it's a short term. It's about 3,000 miles. A semi-synthetic well, actually, it's three to five. Semi-synthetic is from five to seventy-five hundred, eight thousand. Then the synthetics go from nine thousand all the way up, depending on the car, to fifteen thousand. Yep. So each oil has its different interval, and you fit in a square box. And I've been trained by oil guys from Chevron, and so I, I kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you have any questions, I'm happy to help you on the email. Mark at MarkSalem.com and put down car question in the subject line. Car question. Well, I really appreciate when you come to with because we do diesel questions and you are far more advanced than I am. Yeah. Far more advanced. So I you, try. Well, you bring something to the table. If we had a tranny guy here. Now, Alger, he's up north. I told you A&S Transmission. He's the biggest... What's a nice word for wiener? <laughs> <laughs> he is the biggest wuss in the whole wide world. I would love to have him come to the shop or come to the radio show. He should. And, and do, no. No? No, no. I, 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 He'd be laughing the whole show. His, at, his name is Alger Stowers, and he owns A&S Transmission. <coughs> Excuse me. And his wife is named Shelly. Shelly has the personality that belongs on radio, but she doesn't know anything about trannies. Uh, so Alger, he's just a big chicken, you know, just a big chicken. So anyway, he's if gonna you're going to my door, if you, <laughs> yeah. So if you want transmission advice, ANS Transmission would be a good guy, at least on the north side of town. But if he doesn't call you back, then leave a message with his wife Shelley, and she'll make sure he calls you back. Nate from Strictly Diesel, thanks for spending Saturday with me. Thank you. Mark at MarkSalem.com is my email address. If I offended you, then give us a call or send me an email, Mark at MarkSalem.com, and I'm really good with I'm sorry's, and my wife will vouch that Mark Salem knows how to say that.